we are seated at the dinner table. We always take up the same seats as if we are securing more than our place. We are having polite conversations. My father would ask about school, then this, then that. And then he would come out with it, say something offensive, often sexist, looking at me as if making a challenge. I would try not to respond, sit there quietly, hoping to disappear. But sometimes I couldn't not. I might have spoken quietly. I might have become wound up, recognizing with frustration that I was being wound up by somebody who was winding me up. Whatever I said, however I spoke, if there was an argument, if the discussion became heated, I would be treated as the cause of it. I would hear the accusation, Sarah, another dinner ruined. You become a feminist killjoy when you get in the way of the happiness of others or when you just get in the way, ruining that dinner, also the atmosphere. You become a feminist killjoy when you're not willing to go along with something, to get along with someone, sitting there quietly, taking it all in. You become a feminist killjoy when you react, speak back to those with authority, using words like sexism, because that is what you hear. There is so much you are supposed to avoid saying or doing in order not to ruin an occasion. Another dinner ruined, so many dinners ruined. I became a feminist killjoy, and I write this handbook as one. Are you one? How do you know? Ask yourself these questions. Do you refuse to laugh at jokes you find offensive? Have you been called divisive when you point out a division? Have you been told, smile, love, it could be worse, or cheer up, love, it might not happen? Do you just have to open your mouth for eyes to start rolling? Does the atmosphere become tense when you turn up or because of what you bring up? If you answered yes to any or all of these questions, you too might be a feminist killjoy. And I have written this handbook for you. The story of the feminist killjoy does not begin when we speak up or speak back around that table. Her story starts before we get there. The feminist Kildra begins her political life as a stereotype of feminists, a negative judgment, a way of dismissing feminism as causing and caused by misery. In reclaiming the feminist killjoy for ourselves, we turn the judgment into a project because if feminism causes misery, that is what we might need to cause. So often, the terms used to dismiss feminism provide evidence of its necessity. By naming ourselves as feminist killjoys, we not only commit ourselves to the task of killing joy, we recover a feminist history. The feminist killjoy is a history 
the feminist killjoy has a history. A history can be a handle. It can help to know that where we are, others have been. In this handbook, we travel with feminist killjoys going where they have been. Through these travels, the feminist killjoy becomes our companion. We need her companionship.